0: Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and I've got a special list for you today because it is full of sour grapes. That's right, we're going to be talking today about actors who actually blamed fans for their films failing. Geez, I mean, maybe it's just because the film sucked. Anyway, let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who blamed fans for films failing. Number 10, Mindy Kaling, Oceans 8. A spin off from the established Oceans franchise, 2018's Oceans 8 cast an all female lead to tell an original story revolving around the titular character of Debbie Ocean, who was played by Sandra Bullock. Debuting at number one in its opening weekend, reviews and word of mouth spoke of a solid, charming film, but one that ultimately fell a bit short of its goals and failed to match the heights of its parent franchise. In what will sadly become something of a recurring theme here, actress Mindy Kaling decided to focus her frustrations on on the underperformance, not on fans in general, but rather on a more specific social group, that of white men. Taking aim at not only the ticket-buying public, but also the movie reviewers, Kaylin claimed that people's opinions of the movie were skewed by men who don't necessarily value it or don't look at it in the same point of view as a woman doing it, which seems unfair. She also went on to state that if she had to base my career on what white men wanted, I would be very unsuccessful. Ouch. Number 9. Ahmed Best Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace Widely acknowledged as, well, pretty much the worst Star Wars film of the entire saga, the problems with The Phantom Menace are well documented, so it's probably not going to be recapped here. But let's of course speak about Ahmed Best's character, the clumsy Gungan Jar Jar Binks. People absolutely hated this character, and Best's career was left in ruins, with the actor receiving death threats following the movie's release, which is completely uncalled for. But he was quick to defend himself himself and his character to the angry fans. There is a heart to Jar Jar that people don't get. As Qui-Gon and Jar Jar are walking through the forest, he says, I owe you a life debt. But that sincere moment is soon eclipsed. I was believable enough for you to believe that this character existed. The fact that you hate Jar Jar, I still did the job. Number 8. John Boyega Star Wars Sequel Trilogy This entry is a little different in that it refers to movies which are actually huge hits at the box office but came under intense fan scrutiny nonetheless. London-born actor John Boyega, who plays Finn in the Star Wars Sequel Trilogy, has been an outspoken advocate for himself and his colleagues in the face of criticism of the three movies which concluded the Skywalker saga. Whether addressing perceived sexism and or racism aimed at himself and co-stars or responding directly to criticisms of the movie and their character, Boyega is not shy about going after his detractors directly. Addressing fans who had previously levelled some very harsh criticism at Kelly Marie Tran, for her portrayal of Rose in The Last Jedi, Boyega tweeted, If you don't like Star Wars or the characters, understand that there are decision-makers, and harassing actors and actresses will do nothing. And then cap things off by saying, You're not entitled to politeness when your approach is rude, even if you paid for a ticket. Number 7. Robert Pattinson, The Twilight Series While the Twilight movies were not necessarily box office failures by any stretch of the imagination, neither did they actually set the world on fire, and are mostly viewed with equal parts scorn and derision by all but the most diehard of fans. With such universal cynicism in evidence, one might expect the star of the series to leap to its defence, right? Well, not Robert Pattinson. Evidently channeling the spirit of the late Sir Alec Guinness, Pattinson wanted nothing to do with the franchise which made him famous going so far as to publicly ridicule its fanbase. In a recent interview, Patterson Shaw took a bite out of these Twihards, saying, The odd thing about this Twilight target group is that they aren't really teenagers, most of them are older. Twilight has its own parallel world, which has been forming on the net since day one, and in an intense way that's never existed before. And then finally going for the kill, he continued... Sometimes I ask myself what these people do the whole day. They sit in front of their computers and comment on anything even remotely to do with Twilight. Number six, Brie Larson, A Wrinkle in Time. So Captain Marvel actress Brie Larson often goes to bat when it comes to talking about representation in Hollywood, which is a completely, undoubtedly noble cause. And she stepped up to the plate to knock things out of the park when it came to her defense of A Wrinkle in Time, which had an all-star cast, including Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, and Chris but it was met with poor sales and mostly negative reviews meaning that this movie, unfortunately, was anything but a success. In order to defend the film, Brie Larson pushed the failure of A Wrinkle in Time onto, well, the same demographic that we expressed before, white men, by saying, I don't need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me what didn't work. It wasn't made for him. I want to know what it meant to women of color, biracial women to teen women of color. And you know what? If you go and look at reviews of people from those demographics, you'll see that they actually really enjoyed this film, that it was important to them. But we have to accept that this type of comment on online definitely alienated some fans. Number 5. Linda Hamilton – Terminator Dark Fate A sure thing on paper, hiring Deadpool's Tim Miller to direct a new Terminator movie which would bring back both Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton in their defining roles as the Terminator and Sarah Connor, respectively? This can't fail, right? Well, wrong, actually. Taking in just $250 million on a $185 million budget, it's hard to see the famous franchise coming back from this. And Sarah Connor actress Linda Hamilton had the fans firmly in her sights. Saying, I really think that box office is going to be the thing that killed Terminator. Of course, it's the studios that put hundreds of millions of dollars into a film, but it's just a fickle world in terms of fandom. And closing the interview, she said, I don't have any desire to continue. I never did. Kind of making things seem a little bit childish there, but you know what? It's completely her choice. Number 4. Melissa McCarthy – Ghostbusters Perhaps the most famous example of this audience-blaming phenomenon, the fallout from the 2016 Ghostbusters reboot was interesting, to say the least. In fairness, the movie came under fire from different internet trolls the second it was even announced, let alone released. And the main criticism that these trolls had was that, oh, it's got women in this time, it can't be good. Uh, But you know what? The film itself was actually quite well-received in certain quarters, citing an enjoyable premise, suitably entertaining performances from the lead, actors and a great supporting appearance from chris hensworth but unfortunately it nevertheless bombed on release well who's to blame for this well melissa mccarthy has the answer men in general it's jarring in this day and age she said that someone if you said you ruined my childhood if a movie 35 years later is ruining your childhood don't blame us you've got your own issues and then concluded by saying i just don't know why people are so afraid of women number three david harbour hellboy To say that Stranger Things star David Harbour had big shoes to fill in taking on the iconic role of Hellboy is a huge understatement. While not Marvel-esque box office darlings, and unlikely to be seen emblazoned on a lunchbox or pencil case like Iron Man or Spider-Man, Gilmo del Toro and Ron Perlman's Hellboy movies of the mid-2000s are adored by fans of the character, and you know what, they're pretty decent. Neil Marshall's 2019 reboot, though, was, unfortunately, a huge disappointment, failing at the box office and being almost universally panned by critics. Responding to the negative response, Hellboy Harbour himself said, I think it failed before we began shooting, because I think that people didn't want us to make the movie. The team before us created this iconic thing that we thought could be reinvented, and then the internet was just like, we do not want you to touch this. We made a movie that I think is fun, and then people were just very, very against it. I learned my In a lot of different ways. It's kind of sad that. Number 2, Elizabeth Banks, Charlie's Angels. When Elizabeth Banks decided to direct and star in a 2019 reboot of a year 2000 reimagining of a 1970s TV show, she thought she was onto a winner. Shockingly, the rebooted uh, reboot starring the deadpan Kirsten Stewart in the lead role performed awfully at the box office and was derided by critics and viewers alike as boring and joyless. But rather than being gracious and philosophical in defeat, Banks went on the offensive, blaming the movie's shortcoming on drumroll please, yep. It's it's men again. Even before its release, Banks said, if this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go to see women do action movies. And then upon its release, she said, so even though there are movies about women, they put them in the context of feeding the larger comic book world. So it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting up three other characters or we're setting up the Justice League. When unfortunately, it might just be that as the critics said, that the film was just joyless and very boring. At number 1 Freddy Prince Jr Star Wars Saga 90s cinema darling Freddie Prince Jr. has more recently been recognised for his voice work, lending his talents to the Star Wars Rebels animated TV show and reprising his role as a Jedi Knight in the 2019's Rise of Skywalker. Having studied under Clone Wars veteran Dave Filoni, Prince Jr. is encyclopedic on the saga and an expert in the ways of the Force. Asked for his views on the negativity currently permeating the Star Wars fandom, with fans boycotting and publicly trashing the movies, he went for the jugular. He he slammed the fans in a rant covering everything from Menace to Skywalker and everything in between. He stated, You're just mad that the franchise isn't aging with you, but that ain't how it works. You're just off that Han Solo gave the fucking Millennium Falcon to a girl, then carried on by saying, I know more about the Force than most people because Dave Filoni taught me and George Lucas taught him. Luke's skill doesn't dictate whether he wins or loses. The Emperor doesn't dictate whether he wins or loses. The Force dictates who wins or loses based on balance. You know what? That's very hard to disagree with.